In Parshas Kisavai, we read the frightening curses of the Toichacha. The Pasik says that all the curses will transpire because you did not serve Hashem with simcha, with joy and happiness. The Mepharshim asked the question, why are the punishments of the Toichacha as of the result of failing to serve Hashem with simcha? Where in the Torah is it indicated that one is obligated to serve Hashem with joy? Granted, serving Hashem in an unemotional and unenthusiastic manner isn't proper, but does that warrant the harsh inflictions and the horrific punishments warned about in the Toichacha? To answer this question, Rav Heinech of Alexander related the following apocryphal anecdote. There was a teacher who taught young children in the shtetl how to read. One day he began testing his young students to see how well they knew the letters of the Aleph Base and the Nakudos. The boys did very well until the Rebbe called upon little Yaakov. After Yaakov correctly identified the letter the Rebbe was pointing to as the letter Hey, the Rebbe asked him, And what is underneath the Hey? Suddenly Yaakov froze and the color drained from his face. The Rebbe affectionately asked him again, Yaakov, what is beneath the Hey? But the little boy just stood there. When the Rebbe asked him a third time, Yaakov replied, My father has forbidden me to answer. Later that day, the Rebbe saw Yaakov walking with his father. The Rebbe related to the father the strange occurrence that happened earlier when Yaakov refused to answer. The father immediately became incensed with the son's disobedience. When Yaakov saw that he was about to get it, he cried out, Under the hay is a calf. The Rebbe realized immediately what had occurred. The letter hay is pronounced precisely the same way as hay typically found on the floor of a barn. Yaakov's father had stolen a calf and he had concealed it in the family's barn beneath the hay. He warned Yaakov that if he knows what's good for him, he better not tell anyone what's underneath the hay. So when the Rebbe asked Yaakov what was underneath the hay, Yaakov fearfully replied that his father forbade him to answer. So Rav Heinech of Alexander explained that when the Torah warns us that what is enumerated in the Toichacha will happen, Tachas Tachas doesn't mean because, because you didn't serve Hashem with joy, because we were never commanded to do so. Rather, the word Tachas is to be read literally. Tachas underneath, meaning the underlying reason. If there will ever be a time where Chas V'Shalom, the Toichacha, comes to fruition, People will invariably wonder, how did we as a nation become so degenerate as to sin so egregiously that we became worthy of such horrible punishments? What was the impetus that caused this harsh rebuke? The answer is, Tachas. The root cause is unemotional road Judaism. Beneath our external piety and noble actions was internal apathy. The lack of emotion is what caused Klal Yisrael to lose its direction. Because a Yiddishkeit lacking enthusiasm and passion for Torah and mitzvahs will eventually disintegrate and become extinct. When we bench Rishchodesh, we recite a special tefillah. We request a litany of things. We implore Hashem to imbue us with Chaim Aruchim, long life, Chaim Shel Shalom, Chaim Shel Toiva, Chaim Shel Bracha, Chaim Shel Parnasa. There's one thing that we ask for two times, and that is Yirashamayim, fear of heaven. We first say Chaim Sheyesh Behem Yirashamayim Yirashchet. Then we conclude the prayer with Chaim Shtehebanu Ahavas Toira Yirashamayim. Why do we repeat Yirashamayim again? 
Rav Asher Weiss says something really profound. He says, everyone puts the comma in the wrong place. We should not read it, Chaim Shetehei Banu Ahavas Torah V'yerashamayim. Rather read it, Chaim Shetehei Banu Ahavas. Give us a life that's imbued with love. Kama. A love for what? Torah V'yerashamayim. Hashem bless us that we should love Torah and Yerashamayim. Previously, we asked Hashem that we should have a life that's infused with Yerashamayim. Now we are asking that we should love that Yerashamayim. We should have an extreme desire and passion for Torah and Yerashamayim. He says, we have a mistaken notion that being a Yerashamayim entails being stoic, rigid, and morbid. But that is a fallacy. One who is truly a Yerashamayim lives a life of inner joy. He lives with happiness, knowing that he's fulfilling his divinely ordained mission to the best of his ability. True happiness emanates from satisfying the soul, the soul which is infinite. Therefore, materialistic indulgence and pleasures that are finite always lacks fulfillment. The Mishnah says, You can never be satisfied with material possessions. A person buys a brand new Tesla or the latest iPhone, he's excited for a few weeks, then he's ready to move on to something more exciting in an attempt to fill that void which can never be filled. However, spiritual enjoyments and pleasures, which are infinite, gives a person the ultimate satisfaction. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.